Welcome to the Daddy Sharps Podcast, everybody. You're listening to episode 69. My name is Luke. And I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make the sharpest bets we can. And we're just a couple of dads who break down the games your square hole buddies are too scared to break down. Hey, be sure and check us out on social media at Daddy Sharps and at Daddy Sharps Podcast. We're also on the YouTubes, John. And we've got a yes. ton of stuff on our website, DaddySharps.com. For sure. And we always begin the podcast recapping our best bets from last week. Hey, college bowl season. What can we say? We called them leans, a dismal two and 10 in the featured bets and two and six on the best bets. Thank goodness for Luke and your best bets brought us some winners. Uh, I, I don't know what happened last week. I mean, I, yeah, we only lean on college bets for a reason and those featured bets, especially for college, but geez, Please, man. Yes. All right, let's recap them. I hate this part of the of the show now, but uh, to the <laughs> Fenway Bowl, SMU at Boston College. Boston, this is the problem right here, right here with college football. BC was a six and six team going into this bowl game against a, a team that was uh, eleven and two. Is that right? Yes. Something like that. Well, SMU was ranked in the top twenty five this season. BC again six and six. Transfer portal changes the dynamic of every single matchup. I said lean SMU minus ten. They lost that game. That was a loser. The Iowa State Cyclones were favored by ten over the Memphis Tigers. But I said take the over fifty seven and a half. No defense at all in this one. So that actually hit pretty easily. To the NFL, the Texans minus five. I said take the. Texans over the Titans minus five and the Texans covered that one. That was a winner. And then the Seahawks Steelers game. uh, Wow, man. I said, take the under in that one. Seahawks just couldn't stop the run. That was another loser. Oh, then we had the, uh, the barstool uh, bowl. No, it was the Fiesta bowl. We had the Fiesta bowl here. Liberty versus Oregon. I said, take the over 66 and a half. Uh, you can't really hit an over when one team only puts up six. Thought Liberty could score. They couldn't on this defense. And then Toledo versus Wyoming, minus three and a half. I liked Wyoming. Wyoming wins, by my, but not by enough to cover. The daddies take a loss. The Rams versus the Giants, a game we both liked at minus six for the Rams. Tyrod Taylor comes to play and keeps the Giants close. The Rams win, but only by one point. And then Cincinnati plus seven and a half at Kansas City. I did buy the eight earlier in the week. That didn't win either. It was just a push. Cincinnati loses by eight to Kansas City. And the half point got me, sir. Yeah, that Rams game really got me too. And really, really angry about that. They had them all game long and they just let them back in the game. Yep. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's do. with, With this week's college best leans. And with that, John, we are on to our last college football game that we're going to share this season. There's one more after this. There's another bowl game after the national championship, but we're just not going to do it. Uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) On to the national championship. The number two Washington Huskies are playing the number one Michigan Wolverines. The Wolverines land four and a half points. Maybe you can find a better line than that these days as we get closer to that Monday kickoff. The over-under is 55 and a half. John, did it drop to 55 today, did I see? Or is it still 55 in that hook? Uh, I saw 55 and a half still at some spots. Okay, good, 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 good. Get that hook. And John is going to tell you why a little bit later. I, I yes. think we're on the same bet in this game. I'm pretty sure we are. This yes. game is being played on a neutral site down in Houston, Texas at NRG Stadium. I'm leaning toward the under 55 and a half for sure. I think that's the best bet 
in this game. I think you do too. Yep, and I think I as like we that. break down, we're going to break that down for a lot of different reasons. So uh, I think I've got two different reasons. You've got two as well to convince you that that is definitely the best bet. I think this game comes down for me to two questions and how we all feel about the answers for each. Here's question number one. Can Michigan handle UW's passing game? The Huskies, Michael Penix Jr. obliterated the Longhorns from Texas and their secondary just the other day. 29 for 38 with 430 passing yards. I mean, just made them look silly. They're explosive on offense. The Huskies are eighth in passing EPA and top 10 in yards per pass attempt. Here is the however. Washington will be facing the most complete defense in the country, John. They are fifth in pass EPA on defense. And according to Pro Football Focus, they grade second in the nation for tackling. They grade number one in pass coverage. So for me, the edge goes to Michigan there, especially against a good but not great Husky O-line. We saw what Michigan did with their pass rush against Alabama. That was not pretty. No. That was not pretty. Question number two, John, I'll pose it to you first. I want to hear your answer just the first that comes to your mind, okay? Uh, can Michigan run the ball against UW? Uh, no. No, yeah, they can. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a very uh, good defense. I think they're ranked uh, 56 in the country. <laughs> not, not the answer we were looking for. <laughs> if Michigan can dominate the trenches on offense, they can control the clock. They can wear down the Huskies. And then there's also the play action comes into play there. Play action passing to a young, against a young Husky secondary. You know that the the cornerback for the Huskies that uh, saved the game with one second to go, they threw the ball up to their best tall receiver on the edge of the end zone that was a that was a freshman uh, i believe he he was their worst cornerback that they had and that's the best play he's made all season i mean yes. you can't you can't count on that stuff it was a horrible pass they had a horrible quarterback texas on the me in the meantime uh, mex uh, or michigan's uh, running back blake corum outstanding when it counted against the crimson tide in the semifinal he converted that crucial fourth down that set up michigan's game tying touchdown drive and then he ran those 17 yards to daylight in the overtime period to win the game. The Huskies D-line is good, but not uh, that good. The answer, though, is yes. I want to reiterate that. The Wolverines will be able to run against UW and control that clock. I think it sets up nicely for an under 55 and a half. Ooh. All right. So since there's only one game, I got to pick. I got to pick two best bets in this game. And that's what I did here. So best leans since it is college. So, yes. So first off, I'm going to start with the spread here. So the under, we both like, I'm going to get to that in a minute. First off, the spread. Michigan, built on the strength of their defense. Ranked number one, like you said, scoring defense in the country. Only giving up 10 points a game. Now, Washington has played Texas last week, ranked 13th in the country for scoring defense. They also played Oregon twice. Those That team ranked 11th. They averaged 36 points a game on those defenses in three games. Washington, these guys are the underdog Cinderella, 3-0 on the year against the spread when they are getting points, and they won all three games outright. Eileen Washington to keep pace with Michigan and keep this baby within four. You're getting that four and a half here, so I really like four. I, I like that number exactly where it's at. Also like the under in this game, Michigan usually has totals set by the book in the 40s. Washington has them set in the 60s. The books put this one right in the middle. But the key number, the key number here, that half point, 55 and a half. 
That is huge for this game. The most common college football total is 55 points. I'm going to play the odds and keep the under here. If that total, like you were saying at some books, does go to 55, you got to buy the half point, 55 and a half, and take the under. Can you, you hear think? me now? Can I can hear you now. I can hear you now. Hold on. Hear you now. Hold on. I'm, I'm testing something. Can you hear me now? Yes. <laughs> Why? I got a new pair of headphones, and I thought the mute wasn't working, but it is. Oh. <laughs> All right, man. We'll just keep that on the podcast. Those are internal things that I think the fans like to hear. <laughs> I like it. It's like a commercial. That's right. As we move on to our NFL best bets, we're killing it. We're killing it. ROI for best yes. bets in the NFL for and sure. percentage wins. I'll kick us off with this one, and I, I just, I, I cannot, I already bought this number today. I cannot wait for this game. We've got the Chicago Bears at the Green Bay Packers. The Packers laying three and a half at home. The over-under in this one is 44 and a half. My best bet, take the Bears at plus three and a half at Lambeau Field. The Bears are out of the playoffs, but they are still rolling. Four and one straight up in their last five games. Six, one and one against the spread in their last eight. And they would absolutely love to march into Lambeau Field and eliminate a divisional rival from the playoffs. If they lose and the Seahawks win, by the way, if the if the Packers lose and the Seahawks win, guess what happens? The Hawks uh -oh. are in the playoffs. The uh -oh. Hawks are in the playoffs, just like last season. Yes. John, the football gods are speaking again. It will Ooh. happen again. We are the good luck city. They are not. The Packers, on the, in the meantime, have back-to-back -back road wins. However, they've outgained their opponents only one time in their last four games. They've also given up a ton of yards to the Giants, Tampa Bay Bucks, and the Panthers. Green Bay is also banged up in several skill positions. So what does that tell you? They're losers on paper. <laughs> losers. Yes. yes, yes, the Packers and the words of Aaron Rodgers. Discount, double-check. They yeah. own the Bears at home. We own you. We mm -hmm. own you. Right now, though, the Bears have the better running game and a much better run defense. They are also healthier. Give me the Bears in that perfect spot where they are right now. And the three and a half, get the hook. Go home a winner. I will tease. Uh, I'm going to come back to that game in my next best bet. I'll but first... Yeah, but first, we're going to go Tampa Bay. The number has shifted. We're at minus four and a half at Carolina, 37 and a half. My best bet here is going to be Tampa Bay minus four and a half. That's where it's at currently across the board. Tampa Bay might be my most profitable NFL team of the year, and data really loves them this week. My data has this as a 62% chance of covering at five and a half, and right now you're getting it at four and a half. The Bucks are five and two against the spread on the road this year. They're also playing for something here. Win, and they're in a home playoff game. Lose to the worst team in the league. It's going to be a long offseason for old Baker Mayfield. And the minds have not been up, made up on Baker Mayfield just yet for next year. He needs a good showing to show the league he still has what it takes to be a starter in the NFL. What better team to showcase that than against the 30th ranked scoring defense in the league? And one of my favorite stats when it comes to betting turnovers tampa bay is top 10 in the nfl when it comes to turnover differential they can get the ball and protect it carolina 
Not so much. They've only forced 11 turnovers on defense this year for one of the lowest rates in the league. And here's an interesting stat on the Panthers. The books have been handicapping this team correctly all year. When the spread is four or higher in the last four games, this team is 0-4 against the spread. The book expects a slightly bigger win here with this number, and that's what I'm taking. Just keep it under six. We do not like Tampa Bay minus six. You got to get it at four and a half, five, five and a half. Yeah, I'd agree that six is kind of one of those magical numbers as well. Two field goals. Two field yes. goals. And then me and you were talking earlier today. Uh, Baker Mayfield has the rib injury, a little injured. Well, he gave a press conference today. I suggest people go out and, and listen to it. Sounds like a Friday night light speech. This guy's playing, my friend. This guy's playing. I'm telling you oh, right he's going to play. He's oh, gonna yeah. Play. Oh, yeah. He's playing for his career. He's talking about it. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I think Carolina's really good at home, tough to beat at home, uh, even though they're playing for nothing. We'll see. It's going to be a great game. It should be a good game. And I can't believe that we're going to be uh, sweating watching the Carolina Panthers mm -hmm. on the TV. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Last game of the season. There are better games, but yeah, when you're betting, that's what happens. All right. Yes. My next best bet, Buffalo Bills laying Ooh. three points on the road at the Miami Dolphins. The overrunner in this one is 50, hovering around there. My best bet, give me the Bills and the points they yeah are they are gonna cover that spread my man ever since they lost the fc championship last year john the bills have been on a mission yeah they had hiccups they hicked mm -hmm. up hiccuped a little bit in mid-season but this is when it counts i mean this is what they say you got to be a good team in november and december and if you're rolling and you're creating that momentum into the playoffs that's that's where the winners are that's what happens and look at these two teams like going in different directions right now. Josh Allen has been lights out lately when they need him the most, and they're going to need him the most this weekend. The Bills have to win this game. If they do, they win the division. Can you believe that? They yes. will win this division. The futures Be are coming to, to profit here. I know. <laughs> Meanwhile, Miami's already in the playoffs, so they're and they're facing a slew of injuries they're, to key players all up and down, and, and they can't seem to win against really good teams either. We all know that about the Dolphins. Against five legitimate Super Bowl contenders, they are one and four, losing by at least seven points. They're coming off a total implosion in route against the Ravens last week. That was hard to watch, and a large fire broke out at Tyree Kill's yes. home today. Yes. Thankfully, one of our one of our buddies alerted us to it. One of our true. one of our sharp friends, the Godfather, as we like to call him. Yeah. Yep. And I. Uh, hey, what, what did he say? The cheetah. He said, "Um, the cheetah's house, I think, is on fire." <laughs> yes, with pictures. <laughs> and he was there. He they actually let him go from practice, and he went home. So you know, hey, look. Thankfully, nobody was hurt. Uh, large fire, no one hurt in the, in the house, but it's definitely going to weigh on his mind, especially because they don't really have much to 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 play for. I mean, they're in the playoffs. He's going to be thinking about other things. Finally, the Bills, uh, you know, if they start to pull away in this game, don't be surprised if the Finns start pulling their players off the field, and then they'll cover that three easily. I, I love the Bills here in this spot just fine at minus three. Yes. Hey, I got a, I got a little addendum I'm going to add to your bet there. I love okay. that bet. I think it's a great bet. So. Obviously, all the news crews and everybody was at the fire. Guess what Tyreek Hill was seen wearing at the fire? Oh, no. Oh, no. A walking boot. 
Oh, interesting. He was in a walking boot. So Jalen Waddles out in that game. Uh, obviously, Chubb's out in that game. Mostert was banged up. And now their best weapon is in a walking boot. I did not see that. I just, it was one little blurb. Yep, he's in a walking boot. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and you're still getting you're still getting that, that good number, minus three there. I like well, it. On a Mike Wednesday, Benzer. yep. Yep, yes. All right, so here's what I alluded to earlier. Uh, it it seems like we're on opposite sides, but I think we're on the same side here. I like, I don't do these often, a money line parlay. We got Jacksonville minus three and a half at Tennessee, 40 and a half. Chicago at Green Bay minus three, 44 is the total. My best bet here is going to be Jacksonville on the money line, the Green Bay Packers on the money line. This baby play, pays plus 147. Now, Here's the reason I like it. These are two teams that control their own destiny when, and they are in the playoffs for the Jags. They could get a home field playoff game because they won a division with this game. We all remember the end of last year. The Packers led by Aaron Rodgers. were in the same situation, beat the lions at Lambeau and they're in the playoffs. Lions had nothing to play for. They choked with a 20 to 16 loss in a game that meant absolutely nothing for Detroit. Jordan love brought it up this week. Quote, Everyone remembers last year how sick that taste was. This guy didn't even play. He wants to prove that he he can do what Aaron Rodgers did not. I'm betting the Packers don't let it happen twice. Then we have Jacksonville on the other side of this parlay. Houston and Indy play Saturday night. Winner of the game wins the division should the Jags lose. That's why the Jags drafted Trevor Lawrence, number one. This might be the biggest game of his career to date. I know he had playoffs last year, but no one expected them to advance. Lauren is expected to win this game, Lawrence is. Since Doug Peterson took over in Jacksonville, the Jags are 3-0 against the Titans, scoring an average of 30 points a game. Take the money line parlay, my man. Green Bay, Jacksonville, plus 147. I I love Jacksonville on the money line. I like that a lot. Green Bay, I don't know. I think that's a field goal game. I really do. If if that's the case, then okay. Green Bay wins. That's fantastic. We'll take that. Yes. We'll take that. But I like that Chicago on the plus money. I don't know if Chicago wins the game, but if if they win by a field goal, okay, I I won't be so angry here. Yes, exactly. Hey, I like Chicago plus three and a half. I like that a lot. <laughs> All right, good. All right. Then we're on the same bet, of course. Yep. But uh, hey, quick reminder, we have a ton more bets on college. Uh, college, just one game. And the NFL, <laughs> we like to call our Daddy Sharps featured bets. And we share them all exclusively on our website, daddysharps.com. So go and check those out. So let's recap our college and NFL best bets. In the national championship, we only got one game here. Washington versus Michigan. Michigan minus four and a half, 55 and a half total. My best bets here are going to be Washington plus four and a half. And I like the under 55 and a half. And if you see 55 by the half point, Tampa Bay minus five and a half at Carolina. My best bet there is going to be Tampa Bay minus five and a half. And of course, that money line parlay. I like Jacksonville and Green Bay on the money line together, plus 147. I like the plus 147. For me, the Huskies versus the Wolverines. Uh, yeah, give me the under 55 and a half. Absolutely, John. I'm with you on that one. Bears at the Packers, my best bet there. The Bears plus three and a half. Yeah, oh, I don't care if the Packers win. Just give me the three and a half and that hook. Bills at the Dolphins. Bills, I think they pull away here. I think it could be a slaughter. A lot on the Dolphins' minds. I like the Bills minus three. 
And that's going to do it for the Daddy Sharps podcast this week. Remember, always gamble responsibly within your means. And the bets that we share are based on our own research. We don't always win. Be sure to check us out on social media. Look for the Daddy Sharps on Instagram and Twitter. We're going to be back next week with all our best bets and much more. But first, John, a question for you. Who is your daddy? We are. Stay sharp, everyone.